You're listening to the Dana and Parks podcast on KMBZ. Oh, man, this is going to be a good night. Oh, yeah. Getting excited over here. Boy. Yeah. Let's play. Let's do it. It's been like, I don't know, three months since we had a Chiefs game. Okay. So the Chiefs last played uh, a week ago Thursday, right? No, two weeks ago. Oh, has it been that long? Yeah, we And now it's week. Monday Night Football, so it's almost two oh, and a yeah, half weeks. you're right. I'll be darned. It has been a minute. More than two weeks. Yeah. You know, math. Remember, but. Travis Kelsey went to Argentina. Mm-hmm. Now he's back. That's right. Mm-hmm. They had the bye week. They went to Germany. We had the early game and then oh, the that, bye week. That's right. That's right. Yeah, so it feels it like it was a forever. Now, Sunday at 9.30 was the Germany S- game. Sunday at 9.30. Then they were off last weekend. Then we had to then... wait all weekend to Monday night so we could get the game. Mm-hmm. That's okay. I mean... Literally three months. I mean, it's the Super Bowl rematch. It is the prime time of the prime time. Now, Dan, I missed it. Did you say it was rainy again? Uh, yes, it is uh, rainy out there across Kansas City. Rainy everywhere. Uh, this weather stinks. Yeah. And I believe you said last hour, mm-hmm. this is great football weather. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Nobody ever says. Cold, wet, muddy. Nobody has ever getting said. Getting out there and, and just slogging through the mud. Oh, yeah. You ever play football in this kind of weather? It's fun. Well, whether I've played football in this kind of weather or not, notwithstanding, nobody ever says, hmm, <laughs> rain 44. <laughs> That's great football weather. Oh. I tell you, old school traditional. Sunny and sixty-five is what everybody says. Oh, this is a beautiful afternoon for football. Mm. Yeah, it was twenties and uh, sleeting when I was at the Jags game last year, and it was not great football weather. (laughs) No, (laughs) I kept taking my poncho off, like, oh, it stopped. No, it didn't stop. (laughs) No, it's still sleeting. Okay, it's going to be a mess out there for the people attending. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Nice and warm on the couch, though. Uh, The Jets have benched Zach Wilson. Finally. Yeah, that didn't take long. Uh, only 11 weeks. Uh, the Jets will start Tim Boyle uh, later this week. Uh, Boyle's 29-year-old. Okay. They called him a veteran. I'm not – I've never heard his name before. But by veteran, that you know, if he plays a year, that makes him a veteran QB, right? Well, he's 29 years old. Yeah. Safe to assume he's been so a, a he's been backup in the quarterback for, for a while for now. seven years. Yeah, last started a game in 2021 with when he was with the Lions – uh, okay. Have you seen this Josh Dobbs guy on the Vikings? Okay, where did listen? I know that we don't do sports on this station. He is and crazy. I, and I'm, and I'm totally fine with that. Um, where did this kid come from? They call him the Pastor Not, apparently. So I've been told. Uh, he did an internship with NASA. Mm-hmm. He's also very religious. Mm-hmm. And apparently he That's throws right. a football really, really well. He's been with like 10 teams over the past decade. Or even shorter than that. Who, this Dobbs kid? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then out of nowhere, he just, he's like this Brock Purdy kid. Right. And all of a sudden you're just like, wow. And he's like, now's my time. <laughs> okay. Uh, story here from the New York Post. Travis Kelsey had Cupid on his side when it came to courting now girlfriend Taylor Swift. When discussing the beginnings of their romance in a new interview with the Wall Street Journal, the Chiefs tight end recalled how he wanted to cross paths with Taylor Swift, 33, at her era's 
tour stop in Kansas City, but came up short. Yeah, you remember the friendship bracelet with his phone number. Right. So they they never did meet at Arrowhead? They did not. Uh, she has very strict policies around her concerts because she performs for two hours and 45 minutes or whatever. Uh, and so he, so I heard, was down in the super exclusive black tent, but Dan, uh, Taylor was not in there. And then all the hype about it, him talking about it on the New Heights podcast, people in Taylor's corner were like, hey, this football guy is trying to reach out oh. to you. Now, see, I thought that they had actually met at Arrowhead. I they, think they met up in uh, New York City or something at, uh, back in August at or Saturday, September. Uh, uh, like when he was uh, doing Saturday Night Live? No, that was earlier this year. It was the Jets game. Really? I think. I don't know. Okay. Yeah. The fact that I know all about this <laughs> is bothersome to me still. <laughs> We're all having to follow a lot of this, aren't we? Oh, you're right. Here it is. Uh, the two eventually met up on the East Coast where Kelsey said he kept expectations in check. He says uh, in the story in the New York Post, when she came to Arrowhead, they gave her the big locker room as a dressing room and her cousins were taking pictures in front of my locker. When I met her in New York, we had already kind of been talking, so I knew we could have a nice dinner and like a conversation and what goes from there will go from there. Hello. Or whatever that means. It's almost like a traditional date. You yeah, know. except for they're both superstars. Yeah, but they're also just people. Are their parents still planning to meet at the game tonight? That's what I'd heard. But she's not going to be there. Did that fall through? I, I haven't heard an update on that. I, I, Apparently, she's still down in South America. Okay. Um... Travis Kelsey is later quoted in the story as saying, obviously I've never dated anyone with that kind of aura about them. I've never dealt with it, but at the same time, I'm not running away from any of it. By aura, do you mean a multi-billionaire? The, yeah. uh, the scrutiny she gets, how much she has a magnifying glass on her every single day, paparazzi outside of her house, outside every restaurant she ever goes to, when she acts like that. Oh, wait, wait, let me backtrack. Uh, after every flight she gets off, she's just living, enjoying life. When she acts like that, I better not be the one acting all strange. Okay. Meaning she's cooler than a cucumber. Uh, meaning she's like three times more famous than you are and 20 times more rich. Yeah. I mean, yeah. 20 is an understatement, let's be honest. Yeah, fair point. Fair point. All right. Uh, <laughs> Sam Stevie the third. 913-586-7798. He's Dan Weinbaum. My name is Scott Parks here on KMBZ. Oh, no, 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 no. Text. Um, 0573 writes in, hey, uh, at least Taylor's not after uh, Travis Kelsey's money. I wish them nothing but the best. I, I, I think I speak for this whole town. Uh, we wish them the best. I I I think this is terrific. Oh yeah. Um, I it, would like to gets, not have her on my screen every time Travis Kelsey catches a football, but that's exactly where I was about to go. I am happy that they are happy. Yes. I I am uh, very happy for their happiness. I would like to watch a game on a Sunday afternoon, and not get video from the suite. 
Well, and what blows my mind is, how does Travis feel about that? Obviously, he doesn't know what's happening in the game, but I'm sure he hears about it later. Like, hey, man, you oh, were sure. once the star of the show in your own football game. Not anymore, brother. Sorry. You're not even going to see a replay of the catch. We're just going to show Taylor Swift. <laughs> Dude, when, when, they're, when they're breaking down your performance based on whether she is there or not. Right. Which has been consistent. What do you mean? Like them breaking it down or his performance? His lack of performance when she is not there and his Correct. performance and, when, and she when she is, is there. there yes. he, he does very well. Right. Yes. Uh, but when they're breaking that down, uh, Taylor Swift in attendance, you know, and he gets like 120 yards or whatever. Right. Taylor Swift not in attendance, 40 yards, whatever. Well, who are we kidding? He's still amazing. I'm just he's better when she's there. A uh, story here from CBS uh, News. Roughly one in three young shoppers in the United States, Sam, has admitted uh, has admitted to giving themselves uh, five-finger discounts at self-checkout counters. Hmm. Uh, according to Loan Marketplace Lending Tree, 31% of Gen Z consumers say they steal items from the self-checkout kiosks. I'm not surprised. Uh, compared to 15% of consumers of other ages. I will say that I have done it, not intentionally. You've st- you've stolen on the self-checkout? Uh, it, was, it was one time. It was a package of toilet paper, and it was on the bottom of the cart, mm-hmm. and I was driving home and realized, you never scanned that toilet paper, you dummy. And what'd you do about it? Kept driving home. You didn't go back? I did not. Yeah. Uh, some respondents to the poll say they have regretted... Having sticky fingers, 44% say they plan to continue stealing from the self-checkout kiosks, while 37% said they would do so only to save money on groceries or healthcare products. I mean, they had to factor it in when they switched to the self-checkout, that there's they're not going to have that compliance regulator there, the checker, to make sure that you're paying for everything you're getting. That they had to did, increase their yield loss prevention insurance but did, did by I putting see, self-checkout. Did in. I see a story in the stack the other day? And, and and if I did, we obviously didn't get to it, where Walmart and Target are like rethinking their switch over to the self-checkout. Uh, I hadn't seen anything about Target doing it, but I believe in Ottawa, Canada, they've already gotten rid of self-checkouts at Walmart because of the amount of loss that they've had. So so the the, the amount of money that you save... By not hiring somebody to check out, yeah. Does, does not... Right. They're losing tenfold what it would cost for them to just hire somebody to check people out. See, but and it's not like they'd stock all their registers anyway. You have 17 registers and two checkers. Still my and, and biggest yet, frustration. So, um and I I don't I don't I'm not one of these people who loves Walmart or hates Walmart. I I'm actually kind of ambivalent about Walmart, but I had not been in the Walmart near my house in probably 4 or 5 months. Yeah. I walked in the other day. They have completely reworked that Walmart, and d- d- thank God Dana's on her way to the game. Um, she would lose her mind. Th- they have taken out, I would say, 80% of the staffed checkout lanes. Yeah, the standard check lanes. Right, yeah. and, and have replaced, I mean, it's all self-checkout. Yeah, the one out south, they have like an entire self-checkout corral. You stand in line and wait, and once one opens mm-hmm. up, you... Move your way in. 
Yeah, and it's crazy. Uh, somebody just wrote in on the text line that the Independence Avenue Bridge just got another. Did somebody tell the Eagles to go that way? We can hope. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so a third of Gen Zers say that they have stolen from the self-checkout kiosk. And it doesn't, unlike you, Sam, this isn't one of those where it's like, oh, I had the uh, toilet paper on the bottom of my cart and I, I didn't realize it or Dana years ago with her sunglasses or whatever. Like 31% of Gen Zers say, yeah, I steal through the self-checkout. So what, what are you gonna do about it? Now the text line is making me feel guilty for stealing $10 worth of toilet paper. I will go and double ring it next time. Sorry. Don't be upset. I'm not. Okay. Uh, we have heard from callers, though, that say that their way of getting back at companies for the fact that they hate self-checkout is by intentionally not scanning things. Now, that is not acceptable. No, no, no. You're right. It's not. Uh, you chose to go shop there, right? Yeah. Well, and with Walmart in particular, they do typically still have one or two checkers, the same amount they used to have. So I guess they're not really saving any money in the lanes. There's just always a line for the people that hate the self-checkout. And why do they have to come over and fix the machine so many times? What do you mean? Like you, that little warning pops up. Please get assistance for oh too many items in bagging area or right. something stupid like that. Just all the time. I feel like they're not actually saving any money because you just have frustrated customers now who are just angry about the fact that it's not working again. And then you have that guy, what was it, in a Topeka or something who punched one of them? <laughs> Got charged well, with yes. criminal property damage. <laughs> <laughs> right. I'll show you. Here, I'm, gonna, I'm going to send myself to jail to prove a point. Uh, somebody says... Uh, there's a Walmart in Branson that is totally self-checkout. Okay. Yeah, I don't know how. I can't imagine how they're maintaining sales. But but here's what I don't understand regarding self-checkout. And, like, D Dana has been adamant on the air. She hates self-checkout. She will only go to the standard, here's 55-year-old here's Mabel checking me out, putting my stuff in a plastic bag. If America hated self-checkout as much as America tells us that they hate self-checkout, why do, does Walmart and Target do self-checkout? Interesting thought from the text line, and I could have seen this a couple of years ago. I don't know about now, but they say on the text line that maybe it's because they can't find enough people to staff it. But that wasn't the original argument. No. The original argument was that they were saving money on the staffing. Correct. Same reason you now have kiosks inside McDonald's. Now, I have not seen that. Oh, yeah. They're, they're all over Kansas City. Well, it's you probably don't often go into a McDonald's. I, I, haven't, I have not physically been into a McDonald's yeah. in probably 10 years. No, now you go in and uh, instead of, I mean, the, the, re the counter is still there. There's still registers on the counter, but there's no one there to help you. You just go up to the kiosk and punch your order into the screen and somebody hmm. will bring the food out to the counter when it's ready. Telephone number here is 913-586-7798, 586-7798, if you want to be part of the program. Uh, we have um, traffic coming up here at the bottom of the hour. I know a lot of you are heading out to Arrowhead for the game tonight. Uh, that starts in about an hour and 45 minutes. 
Uh, so Major will be along here in about four minutes uh, with the traffic update. One, one thing, I, I mentioned this at the beginning of the show today, and I, I just want to um, mention it one more time very quickly if I could. On the Wednesday before every Thanksgiving, and Dana and I have been doing this for, God, 11, 12 years, um, we do a thing called Gratitude Wednesday, um, not unlike Festivus Friday. But on Wednesday afternoon at 5 o'clock, um, we would certainly love to have you guys all tune in. Uh, it is nothing but things in the 5 o'clock hour that you are thankful for. Gratitude Wednesday. Now, keep this in mind as we go into Wednesday at 5. Your family is notwithstanding. Or, you know, we, we've got all these friends coming over for Thanksgiving tomorrow and blah, blah, blah. What we encourage you to do is is kind of step outside of the box a little bit and give us something you're grateful for that doesn't include people you helped make. Does right. That, does, I'm thankful does, for my family is the equivalent of a traffic grievance, essentially. Spice point. it up yeah. a little bit. Yeah. So all we're looking for is things in your life that you're grateful for that you didn't make. Kurt in Lenexa. We'll do that Wednesday at 5 o'clock. Hi, Kurt. Yeah, good evening, guys. Uh, first of all, uh, traffic grievance. If you have anybody going to Missouri or whatever, 435 and Antioch College, or not college, but Midcap, and no, it looks like a dog on Christmas tree. How many people are stopped? Oh. So if you're trying to get somewhere 435 or south, Wait 30 minutes to an hour, and then you'll be able to get there. Uh, my thing is this. Now, it's down the call taker. Uh, Sam, I was at a KFC in Lee Summit yesterday, waiting 35 minutes for someone to come to the counter because they were taking themselves away from the counter and helping drive through. And then later on, uh, a DoorDash driver came in, and he was livid. I mean, he said the order was supposed to be ready at 514, took him 30 minutes to get the order done, and the manager is stressed, the staff is stressed. I, I get it, but, I mean, seriously, uh, I'm an Uber driver myself. Uber and DoorDash drivers, uh, some of us are get extremely impatient when fast food workers, the orders that we're trying to pick up for people – they're taking 15, 30, 45 minutes because either they don't have enough staff, the staff isn't old enough, or what. I don't know. Or maybe file this under uh, grievance on Friday. But that's what we're running into. And I'm sorry, I'm speaking for all the Uber drivers and all the DoorDash drivers in the city of Kansas City and the whole area. We're tired of it. <laughs> all right, man. Hey, Kurt, do appreciate the call. Thank you for it. Uh, Cindy and the others, hang tight. We'll get with everybody here in just a moment. 913-586-7798. 586-7798. Get a quick update on traffic as you guys head out to Arrowhead Stadium. That's coming up in just a moment. He's Sam Stevie. My name is Scott here on KMBZ. Man, I, I don't like reading these stories. Uh, from CBS News, a third of Gen Zers say that, yeah, when I go through the self-checkout at Walmart or Target or wherever, Home Depot, whatever, I steal. A third of Gen Zers. 
for the other generations, uh, that um, honesty level is at 15%. So Gen X, baby boomers, 15% of them say, yeah, when I go through self-checkout, may grab a few things that I haven't paid for and throw them in the bag. But 31% of Gen Zers say they do it all the time. Uh, Cindy in Lenexa. Cindy, hi. Welcome. Hey, guys. Um, just wanted to put my two cents in there. First of all, I'm Gen X. I would never steal. I would have such a guilty conscience. Mm-hmm. I couldn't do it. So would I. Um, but I've been working retail and service industry for 40 years. And it used to be when I would have one job that I would advertise, I would have about 200 applicants. Right now, I have about five openings, and I have zero applicants. And everywhere I go, every restaurant, every retail store, I talk to the staff. It's all the same thing. Everybody's shorthanded, um, which is going to make it real fun over the holidays. Mm. Um, (laughs) But, (laughs) you know, unfortunately, I don't know why that's happening. I'm in Johnson County. It's so densely populated. I keep thinking, where are the workers? Where are the people who used to work these jobs? Like, why am I getting no one applying for what I'm posting? Um, But that's been the case everywhere I've gone. And, you know, I've heard people complaining about, oh, there's no cashiers. You know, it's probably because they can't find enough people. Cindy, can I ask you a question? Obviously, you don't have to answer it. Uh, You said you're in retail, correct? Yes. All right. Can, Can I ask, with these jobs that you're trying to hire for, are you offering $13, $14, $15 an hour? Yes. Okay. And and you cannot get people to apply for those jobs? No. No. We cannot. Um, and like I said, years ago, I would have one opening and get 200 people, you know, and I was trying to narrow it down and get and, somebody and, hired. And now... And let me guess, you uh, weren't paying $15 an hour back then either. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> it, it's gone up substantially since COVID. Is, is, um, isn't that weird, though? Because I, I'm sure you can remember. I, I certainly do. Uh, about three years ago, people were saying, you know, we we cannot work for $7.75 an hour, whatever it was. Right. You, you have to start paying people a livable wage. And that was deemed to be, and I don't know who did the math on it, it, it was deemed to be $15 an hour. Right. And all of a sudden, like I, 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 I went to the grocery store this morning, not far from my house, and I had to pass by a McDonald's that said, uh, and they had a big, huge sign out front of the McDonald's that said, uh, now hiring up to $14 an hour, something like that. Right, right. Which, by the way, the the, the genius <laughs> is in the wording, up to. <laughs> up to, yeah, that's probably for a, you know, a manager. Yeah, we're right? going we're to pay you eight. But, um, and three years ago, all you had to say to people was start paying us $13, $14, $15 an hour and we'll come to work. Right. And now we are, and nope. they and, are nowhere to be found. <laughs> and they're, they're, I, I don't know if we've created too many jobs, if that's such a thing. <laughs> well, I don't know. Cindy, what's I mean, the, and with rents going up and the cost of living going up, I'm like, what are people point. doing to pay their bills? Because they're not working retail or fast food or sit-down restaurants or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Well, and what's the um, demographic of the applicants that you do have? Because I feel like, and especially when I was 15, the first thing that I wanted to do was get a job so I could have my own money. But mm-hmm. I feel like that's not the thing anymore. I mean, we've had stories on this program about parents encouraging their kids not to work. 
Yeah, and yeah, I, I know of people who tell their kids, don't work, just go to school, we'll pay your bills, you know, and I'm sorry, that's not, I have a teenager, that's not teaching them anything. <laughs> I had to go to work as soon as I was old enough to get a job, mm. um, you know, and I'm encouraging my son to do the same, but our the people that we have working for us are anywhere from high school to retirees, um, so it's a, it's all over the place. Um mm. You know, but I, I just wanted to throw that out there because everyone gets so mad and so worked up. Like, I can't find anybody to help me. I, there's no cashiers. Mm-hmm. We're trying. We're just not getting the people. They're, they're just, they're, 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 they're not applying is what you're saying. No, no. And actually okay. with us, we, ha- they have to go online and apply. And then we go online and see who we have in the online system to pull from. And there's no one, there's nothing in there. There's no one to even pull an application to look at can, can i uh, one last quick question and then we got to sure. get to a ron and jennifer and the others who have called in is that a lost art going into a business and applying for a job most places i know of do not have paper applications anymore it, if you walk into a place and say hey i'd like to talk to the manager about a job they'll say go to our website <laughs> okay so businesses don't want you to come in and physically apply for the job no, no, they don't. And I don't know why, because when I was young, back in the 80s, that showed incentive. That's you walk exactly in, right. You introduce yourself, you make a good impression. Now they don't do that. Yeah, no. and, and you could see, uh, and, and Cindy, thank you for the call, uh, you could see who it was that I was considering hiring. Like, I think Sam was the last person that I hired here. Um. I have never hired a single person at this radio station that I had not seen in real life. Yeah. And it all started because I was a board intern in the production department. and <laughs> Board, you mean B-O-R-E-D, not B-O-A-R-D. Correct. You were, you were bored. You were downstairs in the promotions right. department. And I came down there and said something horribly inappropriate. That is true. You did not react <laughs> in a way that I thought was bad. And I thought this kid might make it on the third floor. I, yeah, I believe I said, uh, uh, hello, Mr. Parks, how are you? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and next thing you know, we're spending the rest of our professional lives together. Hey, 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 Ron, what's up, man? Hey, guys, so I got two things. Um, I was at Home Depot this weekend, and I was buying a bunch of parts uh, that are different sizes and whatnot, and they're a bit oily. And so the SKUs on them don't scan, and I know this. And so I immediately asked the girl for help, and she's like, well, I've got a couple of things going here at once. And I said, I'll scan the ones I can because I hate self-checkout. Scan the ones I could. And then she proceeds to start to try to play match a picture to ring these things up instead of just punching in the numbers. So then I asked for the store managers walking by, and I said, hey, man, can you help me? Because she's struggling with this. And so both of them were struggling trying to ring up the items. It was horrible. Anyhow, so the other thing is that Uber driver, that's the problem, is people ordering food on Uber. It's a first world problem. Suck it and go into the restaurant and order your own food. So have a good day. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I can't disagree with them. I know people that complain about the fees or having to tip on food delivery like mm-hmm. Uber or DoorDash. Here's a crazy idea. Hop in your car. And go pick it up yourself. And drive to yes, the restaurant. I, I have, um, I, I, for those of you who are in the audience and you work for Uber Eats or whatever, um, I love you guys. 
I have nothing against what you do for a living. I have never, I wouldn't, Sam, I wouldn't have a clue how to order something on Uber Eats. Now, I have used it like when I was in college, my friends and I were hanging out, drinking or whatever. We Uber Eats. Nobody's going to go drive to get food. No, That's and, not the responsible thing to do. And, so we've used it in those situations. And on occasions like that where you're like, man, you know, I'm wasted, but I'm hungry. Uh, I'm all for it. Order Uber Eats. I don't drink anymore. Right. And so if I, if I get hungry at night, I'm going to go to the grocery store. I'm going to go to the fast food restaurant down the street, and I'm just going to order my food. Yeah. I I, I don't get it. Uh, Jennifer in North Kansas City. Jennifer, hello. I might be kind of off topic now. (laughs) I don't ever order that stuff. I can't believe people pay the prices that they do for someone else to bring them food. But um, I was going to say that I have a little bit different take on the self-checkout. First of all, I enjoy self-checkout if I only have a few things, and especially if those items might be of a more personal nature. I don't want to go to little Jimmy 16-year-old at the register to check them out and then maybe have a price check. <laughs> maybe have aisle check out on aisle six or whatever price check on aisle six. Um, but also all of the fast food places and things like that. Um, I know Sam mentioned McDonald's, but Panera. Taco Bell, all of those places now have um, kiosks, Hawaiian Brothers, where you just go in and you're expected to put your order in on the on the kiosk. Hmm. And I think maybe one of the reasons they do that there, um, not only to save money on staffing, but also if you're putting in your own order, then you can't complain if it's wrong because you're the one who put in the information. If the clerk puts in the information and they might do it wrong, then you have a case, but you can't complain if you do it yourself. Mm, that's a great point. Jennifer, do appreciate the call. Hope you have a wonderful Thanks. evening. You too. All right, go Chiefs. Uh, 913-586-7798, 586-7798. Dana Wright, Sam Stevie. my name is Scott Parks. Don't forget to check out the Dana Parks podcast available anytime you want, anywhere you go. Just go to kmbz.com. We'll get back to your calls, your comments here in just a moment. Don't forget we're doing uh, Gratitude Wednesday, 5 o'clock Wednesday afternoon before we head into the Thanksgiving holiday. Story here from the New York Post. An Eastern Pennsylvania school district has agreed to pay $200,000 to settle a discrimination lawsuit. I knew you'd love this one. These are your favorite. From the Satanic Temple and allow students to attend controversial after-school Satan Club meetings on school facilities. Sounds so friendly. (laughs) It does, doesn't it? Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. Until you have to sacrifice a virgin. You can't allow one and not the other. That's exactly exactly right. That's exactly right, Sam. Uh, The Saucon Valley School District agreed to pay $200,000 in attorney's fees while vowing to provide the club with the same access to the campus as other organizations get, despite previous fiery protests. The lawsuit was filed with help from the American Civil Liberties Union, which called Thursday's settlement a victory for free speech and religious liberty. Now, I know that there are people who believe in Satanism, or whatever it's called, 
but I always wonder, are these stories the product of the Church of Satan just kind of poking the bear? Like, oh, we're gonna we're gonna promote a Satan club. No one's there. Mm-hmm. No one shows up, but we just want to poke the bear and see what happens. So I if you're asking my opinion, and I think you are, uh, the Satanic Temple would tell you we don't actually worship Satan. Right. We all we do is look for places like Saucon Valley School District in eastern Pennsylvania where we can make a point. And, and I'm going to be honest, I, I actually think their point is valid. Oh, yeah, they definitely have. If you're going to allow, and, and the list of things that we try to avoid on this show uh, include religion. Ha- having said that, uh, this is a timely story, and I'm just going to mention it very quickly. By the way, the motto of the group, the After School Satan Club, have you heard their motto? Uh, no, what is it? It's the After School Satan Club, and their motto is educating with Satan. Oh, yeah, baby. Not educating, educating with Satan. I hope it's an A-N, too, educatan. No, it's educating. <laughs> oh, darn. With Satan. <laughs> but Missed marketing opportunity. You know, I, 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 somebody wrote me on Facebook the other day or email, I can't remember, and was just going ad nauseum about the American Civil Liberties Union. Say what you will about the ACLU, thank God for groups like that. Where if you're trying to push your religion onto me or my children, get ready because here comes educating with Satan. Really thank God for groups like that? I didn't catch that when I said it. Thank you. Sherry in Kansas City. Sherry, hi. Hi, sorry, you made me laugh. <laughs> that was funny. <laughs> Thank God for that. Okay, um, well, I kind of hate to go back to the other topic because this one's cracking me up, but uh, my thoughts are this. In regards to the people that are stealing from the um, the um, self-checkout, mm-hmm. do you think that has anything to do with the inflation and the prices going up? I mean, not totally, but do you think it comes into I, play? I, I think that probably plays a role, uh, not to the extent that, that – that maybe you think it does. Um, right. I, I think they're young. Um, yeah, I, I think the current prices have something to do with it, but not, um, I, I don't think. Maybe they, like 10% or something, yeah, you know. I yeah, think probably. They, you know, they got to recoup their losses somehow. And, you know, so you're stealing, I'm paying because I have to pay more for a two liter of Pepsi because mm-hmm. you're stealing yours, you know. Yeah, and, I, and I think as, as they probably, Sherry, as they probably get older, um, and get a little bit more mature. I, I think when they're at the self checkout, it, it wouldn't even it wouldn't even cross. It doesn't. I, you know, I'm 52 years old. It doesn't. The idea of stealing, even yeah. when it's easy, right? Which was is to say, anytime you go to a self checkout, uh, mm-hmm. doesn't even cross my mind. Right. And I don't know if it's a generational thing or what, but if it doesn't, if it's not something they grow out of, we are in trouble well, more so and, than we already yeah, are. Yeah, <laughs> and, and, I, and I, I hope that you and I are both right and, and that this is something that um, when they get older, they, they grow out of. But I, I've been in a self-checkout before and gone to scan something and it didn't scan. Right. And I will make sure that I scan it. And it's, 
it would be very easy just to put it in the bag. But I have to drive home. And and then yeah. I have to put, you know, let, let's say it's um, paper towels, okay? Right. Just for the sake of the argument. I, I have to put those paper towels in my pantry. Yes. And I know that I didn't pay for them. Right. And that makes me feel guilty. Yes. Raised on the guilt trip method. That's my generation. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, so whether it's, you know, you don't, you do it because it's the right thing to do. You don't, you know, it's mm-hmm. this, uh, this entitlement attitude that's going around just makes me crazy. And yeah. then the other thing I wanted to say in regards to self-checkout, um, I actually posted something on Facebook about a year and a half ago about um, the monitor was getting on to me for double bagging and saying that I was wasting the bags. And I actually did a Facebook post about it that went viral and um, people attacking me saying I made it up. Other people going, Oh God, we're in trouble as a country. If you want to read it, all you have to do is search uh, double bagging common core and it'll pull it up. But anyway, okay. I, I personally use self checkout for this reason. The last time I had a cashier ring me out, they put raw chicken, a bottle of bleach and a loaf of bread in the same bag. And I, I was like, no, 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 you, 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 you can't do that. You know, raw meat's got to go by itself, and, mm-hmm. and the chemical's got to go by itself, and then you put the bread on the bottom, so now i got to go get another loaf of bread because you squished it with the bleach. And so I prefer it because I can, my OCD, I can bag my pantry stuff together, my freezer stuff together, right. and it makes putting the groceries away a lot easier when I get home. So right. those are the two points that I wanted to make. So Sherry, have a great night. Thank you. You too. All right. Be well. Now, uh, for, uh, very quickly. Go ahead. I will say to Sherry's point, if they are hiking prices uh, and claiming their loss prevention insurance, those insurance companies are going to want to hear about it because mm-hmm. that's double dipping yeah. and they want their money yeah. back. Uh, great question on the text line. And we'll leave you with this tonight. Zero four nine four says, can you have a Jesus club in a public school? The answer is yes. Oh, yeah, they're all over. You you can. Uh, there is, I don't know if they, they still do it. Um, I, I remember when I was in high school, and Sam, obviously, you're younger than me. They used to have uh, FCA, Fellowship of Christian Athletes, mm-hmm. and uh, th- they met on a weekly basis at our high school. The thing is, if you have a Jesus club, you don't have to have, but you have to allow it to have a Satan club. Well, and that was my thought earlier. Or a Hindu club or a Buddhist club. Is it actually a student saying, I want a Satan club? Or is it the Church of Satan saying, why don't you have a Satan club? It's the the ACLU who's saying, why are we having only Jesus-related groups at the school? Um, Here, we're going to have a Satan group. And this Satan group is never going to meet at this school. They were just trying to prove a point. Point made. Uh, Go Chiefs. We got to run. Bonus hour is next. Sam Stevie. She is Dana Wright. My name is Scott Parks. Have a wonderful evening. Hope everybody enjoys the game tonight. Be safe, be well, and be good. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Dana and Parks podcast. Remember, you can catch us online anytime at KMBZ.com.